you're listening to another life-transforming message by Commander L, founder and pastor of the Kingdom Ambassadors, a movement dedicated to impacting the young people of Africa and the world the Jesus way. Listen and be blessed. Heaven's approval to you is more important than anything else you can get. There are things you will lose for the sake of the kingdom that will not be rewarded to you on earth. The reason why it doesn't move us is because in the kingdom again, we are approval oriented, not result oriented. I'm saying God's will for Kolebu is not to produce successful medical personnel. God's will for Kolebu is to have his kingdom manifested here. That's why he prayed in the Lord's prayer, thy kingdom should come. Oliver, it's like thy kingdom, we must see the expression of God's kingdom in Kolebu. That is what God is looking for. God is not looking for pampered, soft people who finish and live life anyhow and then still attribute some glory to God. Say, no, that's not what God is looking for. By training, by training, we've been trained to be results-oriented right we've been trained to be results oriented and not necessarily approval oriented right we've been trained to be to to do a lot not to do right that is that is the training that the world gives right Um, you see the world what works the spirit that works with the world is the spirit of rebellion the spirit of rebellion wants to be free and so because the spirit of rebellion is the main spirit that works with the world what happens is that the world doesn't care if you are doing it right all they care about is that it's done it's done we want more to be done the world doesn't really care if you are getting the money right it's like we just want a lot of money you don't care if the land the houses the fame everything is gotten right they just wanted the fame the difference between a secular parent and then a believing parent is that a believing parent will be worried even if his son is making it in life but the son is smoking but the son is drinking or the son has bad company you know a believing parent will be worried right and be disturbed and i don't like your friends and i don't like this and it's almost like the wealth or whatever he's bringing home doesn't matter what matters is that we are more concerned about you getting it right than you making it so the kingdom of god teaches us to be approval oriented rather than result oriented that's why naturally our parents want us to get it right than than to get a lot but as compared to the secular parent they don't care he's smoking he's doing whatever sleeping around with girls once he's bringing money home and once his name is spreading they are quick to tell their friends and other people hey share meba meba no no that's my my son he's making it yeah and so the secular or the worldly parent is more results oriented we want to see a lot not necessarily want to see right in mark 11 somewhere from verse 17 going jesus christ saw a fig tree that bore a lot of leaf and he was impressed he was moved by the leaves but he didn't want leaves he the leaves drew his attention 
but when he got there he was looking for food and so jesus wasn't just moved by the fact that it was a big tree with a lot of leaves he was actually looking for food the right thing he was looking for approval he was looking for approval and it is important very important Deborah, that we are approval oriented approval oriented approval oriented approval oriented in the kingdom the leaves don't really matter to us what matters is the food result is is great but are we doing it right because if you're going to work for god one of the things that you have to understand is that there are things god will ask you to do that you will not see results yes You know, we preach a lot that God will do it for you. I mean, you cannot serve God and lose. But actually, you can serve God and lose. Yes. Yes. Just that we say you cannot serve God and lose is from heaven's perspective. But from the world's perspective, you can actually serve God and lose. You can serve God and bump and not get a job and hustle the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, yes. There are things you will lose for the sake of the kingdom that will not be rewarded to you on earth. The reason why it doesn't move us is because in the kingdom again, we are approval-oriented, not result-oriented. Now, those who did emads or anything maths-related, sometimes you can have very long equations, right? That fill one end of the exercise to the other. But have you realized that at the end of solving the equation, you have just one word? Just one letter. X is equal to A squared. Now, the initiation of it was, was huge. It was big. But the result was small. But that's, it's, never, it's never been your problem. It's never been your issue. That why would you make me go through all this for just this one answer no it's like when you your your issue is i want to get the answer right think about it people do you know do you know the risk of of sitting in one plane like no like asking think about it think about the risk you are in the air and in case you've not observed we didn't we didn't develop wings when we we're growing one least mistake and you are dead there is no chance there is no there is no hope number two the plane is moving at incredible speed even the smallest of things just know you are dead there's nothing like i'm jumping out it happens in movies but trust me it's it's not like that in real life like there's so much risks and things involved in life in general we know how to have the right mindset when it comes to the wrong things yeah think about the fact that some of you are going going to do seven years right some of you six some of you four you're going to do all these years and come out right I don't know if you've ever sat down to think about the fact that you are not going to come out with the assurance that you are going to make it in life. (laughs) 
Yeah. You go check how many people are graduating every year. And ask yourself, how many new hospitals are they building? And where is the system putting everyone? You should just ask yourself. I was talking with someone, so I finished this, I've been around for like two years now. I said, why? Is it all posting? I told me, I didn't even know there was anything like posting with the nurses. I thought when you finish now, you've gotten job. Because I was looking at how much accidents happen every day and then I was like, oh, Anya, they need people to be doing bandage and things like I was thinking plenty at least we have, we have to have like four people checking temperature in every hospital I was thinking plenty things no no I hear people are home three years five years now no posting so think about it you are going through all this without an assurance that you are going to to make it you are going through all this without an assurance of approval for the thing you are studying but it is worth it but our parents are not bothered. What they are interested in is the fact that my daughter is in the university. Your being in the university is enough for them. We worry about a job later. See that level of confidence and trust. Because it is approved by society that the child is doing well if they are in school. So even your parents subconsciously are more interested in society's approval. Some of you the kind of charisma and boldness you have, you would have been better off as a businesswoman. And it would have been, you would have been better if you had started a business now. Moving to town, getting some good selling. Some of you should have branched into different industries, like probably the fashion industry, so on and so forth. Some of you, when you see hair, hair, hair you can literally smell it. You can smell hair. Like hair, you, you feel drawn and attracted to human hair. And you know that you know that this thing I have to learn it one day. But you see, because we are afraid of not getting society's approval, you don't even want to entertain the thought. But I'm saying that in the kingdom of God, we are more approval oriented than results oriented. So we will follow God, we will follow a man of God, not because our life is going to change for the better, but because God told us it is the right thing to do. You've been following him for five years now. What has changed about your life? No, I've been following up for five years now and God says that's what I should do. So we must be more approval-oriented, not necessarily results-oriented. We live for approval, not necessarily for results. I think it's a good place to clap. Yeah. So in understanding this, then you should know that even this meeting tonight, we are not looking for results. It, it doesn't have to be a big meeting with, with overflow outside for us to know that it was worth coming. The thing is that, is it what God has asked that should be done? results is not as important to us as approval it's like this is the right thing to this is what God wanted to happen tonight and so it must happen and as I was praying I was spending some time in prayer this is just about an hour ago just asking the Lord what do the people need to hear this is what came to mind 
to teach you, to talk to you, to let you know that heaven's approval is more important to you than any earthly result you can attain. Heaven's approval to you is more important than anything else you can get. Because we have a chunk of believers who are rising, who are growing up, who are maturing in the Lord today, and they have a lot of wrong concepts of God. And so everything has become more of what appeals to me, what is comfortable with my situation. If it is, then I'll flow. But if it is not, then no. But that's not how we relate with God and his things. You have to move above or go beyond that place of comfort. Is it comfortable? Is it, is, it, is it approved by society or is it approved by God? That's why the prophet Isaiah asked the question. He said, whose report will we believe? Whose report are we going to believe? Because the world is saying something that is true. Well, if the world's report was a lie, he wouldn't even ask you. It's not even a thing that you should ask who would you believe. But is that what the world is saying is also true. But what God is saying is also true. So whose report will you believe? Like whose report are you going to believe? And it is a deliberate choice you must make. Jesus said that. Listen to me. If you want to follow me, you'd have to give up on these things to be with me. He told somebody, even to the point that he said, let the dead bury their dead. If Jesus was a pastor in our day, we'll call him a terrible pastor. We'll say he has started a cult. Okay, a pastor who doesn't care about people's families. Who calls the family members dead? He said, let the dead bury their dead. But I said, I, you see, I don't like the way he talks. Even the Bible says that let our speech be seasoned with salt. <sighs> Who told you salt is sweet? Next time, go and put some in your mouth. And then describe to me what the Bible means that let your speech be seasoned with salt. In knowing this, then you should know that God's aim is not to produce successful medical personnel. God's heart's desire for Kolebu is not to produce what successful medical personnel. That's not God's heart. God's heart is simple and is one. <laughs> let's go to First Corinthians. If I let's start with John three, John chapter three. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. John chapter 3, we are going to start from verse 1. John chapter 3, we are going to start from verse 1. Um, I want someone to read for me. Anyone at all? Who is going to do that? Okay. Okay, so last me, yes me, louder. Now jump to verse 10 for me. Yet you understand you don't understand these things. Thank you. He said, Jesus said, You are a respected Jewish teacher. Other versions say, Are you not a teacher of Israel? It's like this guy had national status. Yet today, not everybody has national status. There are some of your lecturers that don't have national status. Some of your lecturers, even our colleague lecturers don't know their names. 
then there are some of your lecturers that are on boards and things and people know them and it's like they are more respected and, and Nicodemus was a respected Jewish teacher <laughs> Professor Nick and, and Nicodemus listen to this interesting thing he walks up to Jesus and then he starts a speech now can I tell you something interesting Jesus interrupted Nicodemus I don't know if you people saw it so now read from verse 1 again and then you see something interesting that happened there. There was a name, there was a man named Nicodemus, a Jewish religious leader who was a Pharisee. After dark one evening, he came to speak with Jesus. Rabbi, he said, we all know that God has sent you to teach us. Your miraculous signs are evidence that God is with you. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, unless you are born again, you cannot you see, see the kingdom of God. You see, so... You are deceived into thinking it was a conversation. He didn't ask a question, but the Bible says Jesus replied. Please read verse 2 again. Verse 2. After dark one evening, he came to speak with Jesus. Rabbi, he said, we all know that God has sent you to teach us. Okay. Your miraculous signs are evidence that God is with you. Okay. Verse 3. Verse 3. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Unless you are born again. In other words, Nicodemus came to Jesus with a lot of questions. People, he had a lot of questions on his heart. Because this is a man who had studied the law. He had studied the books. He knew that there had to be, there was something going on. This Jesus, we can't condemn him completely. So let me go and question him myself. So he gets there and, he, he gets there and in, in starting the conversation, Jesus Christ lets him know that don't worry yourself. If I allow you, you most likely ask the wrong question. So I'll give you an answer. So before the man will ask any question, Jesus tells him this. This should tell you that among all the many possibilities of all the many questions that he could have asked, this was the most important answer God needed him to hear. Not just him, but God needed all of us to hear. It is from this passage and because of this man Nicodemus that we have John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. In that passage, Jesus said a lot of powerful things. And it was all. He said, unless you are born again. Like the question we ask people, are you born again? It doesn't appear anywhere in the Bible again. It's not anywhere in the Bible. It's just here. That night, that conversation with Nicodemus. That is where we have all it's like the found the thing we call the foundations of Christianity. Are you born again? For God so loved the world. The kingdom of is is from here that we get it. And it it was an answer to a question that wasn't asked. <laughs> yes. That means if we gave God five minutes and we said, God, talk. And he, he asked, what should I talk about? And we said, God, anything from your heart, this is what he will talk about. The kingdom of God. So throughout scriptures, when Jesus started his ministry, even John the Baptist, he said, repent because the kingdom of God is at hand. Jesus Christ was baptized. He also came and started preaching. He said, from that day onwards, he began to preach saying, repent because the kingdom of God is at hand. And throughout scriptures, we see Jesus emphasize on the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God. He said, you know most of his parables, it starts with the kingdom of God, but people don't know. Jesus didn't preach his cross. He didn't preach death. He didn't preach his blood. 
he preached the kingdom you say and the kingdom of god is like unto a man he never even said and god is like unto a certain man or god is like no he said the kingdom of god is like unto a man who traveled to a far country the kingdom of god is like unto a farmer who went out to scatter seeds the kingdom of god is like unto a man who had two sons and one one was and he asked for his, his inheritance before time and he took his treasures to a far country and spent all the kingdom of god is like unto the kingdom of god is like unto all of those things were the kingdom of god there was something heavy on jesus's heart called the kingdom of god that he needed to teach us to the point that in the lord's prayer in matthew chapter 6 it was the first thing that jesus christ requested of god so let's go to matthew 6 and let me show you verse 5 matthew 6 verse 5 okay we can jump to verse 9 what makes it scary is that the beginning says in this manner therefore pray when you pray pray like this pray after this pattern after this pattern verse pray. 9 verse 9 yeah. pray like this our father in heaven may your name be kept holy okay may so how many of you don't like it when a friend texts you as if they want to check up on you but you know that the real thing is that they want to ask for something it's like don't beat up you are beating but you are pretending you care for by something you're about to ask we don't like it like we don't like it we don't like it when you ask for things we don't like it and number two we don't like it when you're asking for things in a pretentious manner it's like you come no way i come to ask hey relax hey don't do like a, how are you uh -huh, bro i was charlie i, I go fit i go fit yo bro what's up uh -huh, bro charlie i go fit hey so it's like the bro was up there it was just like to or the proper okay, formalities the bro i go forget your eye bro i go forget your bro i bet you get cowboy strawberry <laughs> you supposed to use i don't see people using cowboy strawberry again but it's still there let me give you a free tip try doing gary soakings with cowboy strawberry yeah, you will see that I've given you a deep revelation. So you should try one of these. Like try when you try, take a picture and send it to me. Yes. When you try, take a picture. <laughs> so he said, Our Father who art in heaven. You, Da, what's up? Hallowed be thy name. Daddy, you be too much. Oh. <laughs> then the next thing was a request. But you see. It is different from when our friends do it to us. Do you know why? Because Jesus said, in this manner, therefore pray. In other words, this is God's approved way of prayer. In this manner, in this pattern. In other words, among the many ways we can pray, this is the way that when we pray, God likes it. He said, in this manner, therefore pray. Our Father who art in heaven, how, how Lord be thy name. Then he said, thy kingdom should come. God likes it when this request is made first. And what is the request? Not that Theophilus will be kept safe. What is the request? Not that his name will be glorified. What is the request? The request is that the kingdom should come. This wasn't a prayer that he said we should pray. He said we should pray like this. 
No, he didn't say we should pray this. He said we should pray like this. So in other terms, he said pray in this manner. In other words, let this be a guide, a format to you. That's why after here, we never saw any of the disciples pray it again. Do you understand? We never saw any of the disciples pray this prayer again. No one, it was not recorded. None of them, Peter, Paul, none of, nobody prayed it again. So it wasn't the prayer he wanted them to memorize. It was the pattern. He wanted them to see the um, priority list of God. That what matters to God after greeting him is his kingdom. Yeah. What matters to God after greeting is his kingdom. So this kingdom of God is on God's list. is number one. When you are talking about pleasing God and the scope of things that are within God's approval, anything related to his kingdom is number one. The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God it is. <laughs> Let me show you another scripture. Let's go to John chapter 18 verse 36. John 18 36. John 18.36 Okay. Yes. John answered. So it's on the screen so we can be looking as she's reading. John answered. Hey. Wow. <laughs> Jesus answered. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh-huh. John 18 verse 36 yeah. Jesus answered My kingdom is not of this world If my kingdom were of this world Then would my servants fight That I should not be delivered to the Jews But now is my kingdom not from hence Sometimes the King James is very romantic See the way it ends But now is my kingdom not from hence <laughs> So, so Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. People, interesting contrast. My kingdom is not of this world. Now, sometimes my mom, you know, my dad doesn't eat meat. So every time there are two variations of soup, stew, whatever in my house. So my mom would do that because she does the fish, the only fish for us to walk, I walk by my indomie. So she would do She'll do, she'll do meat soup for us then she'll do fish soup for my dad sometimes the meat soup is there the meat is not finished but the soup is finished you understand it's like my brother was enjoying he overfetched so the soup is finished but then the fish soup a lot is there so the equation machine now we fetch fish soup then we take some of the meat then we put it inside so she'll come sometime realize that okay maybe the surface tension of the, the fish soup has changed. <laughs> so then, the first question she comes to is, which soup did you fetch? Now, if we were in the old Elizabethan era, the answer I would have given her is that the soup that I drinketh is off the fish soup. It's off the fish soup. <laughs> it's off the fish soup. 
not is from is off the fish soup meaning that what i have here is a subset of the fish soup is of it another thing in that comparison is that the amount the degree of saltiness that is in the fish soup is equal to the degree of saltiness in my soup the degree of hotness in the fish soup is equal to the degree of hot hotness in my soup because it is of it so it is in a different container in a smaller quantity but it is equal in nature so in that understanding we look at this again he says, my kingdom is not of this world so the kingdom that i operate with is not scooped it's not fetched from here my kingdom is not of this world if my kingdom were of this world then would my servants fight so great britain is a kingdom but guess what it is of this world so so <laughs> if the queen of england should come to africa on a trip and then some guy should just arrest him some police officer who doesn't know the, the queen of england should okay sorry now the king of england doesn't know him prince charles and should arrest him which 90 percent of us here would do because if we see him up close we just say he's another white man yes but here is the interesting thing here is the interesting thing if he was just taking a vacation and we arrested him one of the questions was, do you know who i am he would ask do you know who i am then he said if we were in my kingdom this would not have happened but my kingdom is not in africa so jesus answered my kingdom is not of this world if we were in my kingdom if, if it were of this world then would my servant fight. you put you are lucky this is not england like you would have seen what my soldiers would do to you so so you now see the workings of kingdoms like from the way jesus was talking he said my kingdom is not of this world he said then would my servant say that i should not be delivered to the jews but now you see i'm i'm not in my kingdom it's not from here unfortunately it's not from here but then that raises an interesting question that means that with all the mighty powerful things jesus did he was not at his full potential because he was operating in another kingdom with all the things that he did we didn't really see who jesus could look like how protected jesus could be and how powerful jesus could be because he was not in his kingdom during his 40 days we saw small in luke's account he says after the 40 days he says the angels came and ministered to him so the food he ate everything was angels that served him and some of you don't even let your mind go spiritual because angels are also beings beings like you just that they have a different type of body do you understand so when you meet an angel it's not glass it's not transparent is is a body just a different type of body excuse me to say a higher class of a body so he's he's the body of an angel is superior to that of the body of a man so the angels came right there in the so angels also they do everything that you do so angels came right there in the desert in the wilderness and came to minister to jesus Oh, master during the days you scratched your foot you did this you did that let's treat the wound for him let's do this and probably they ministered to him with modern technology 
because they are far advanced now these things i'm saying are not a joke maybe one day we'll do a teaching on on angels if the lord approves but listen to this that is why the bible says and the children of israel ate angels food in the wilderness the manner that we say the children of israel ate manna the bible calls it they ate angels food now if it is angels food then it was cooked because he didn't say angels food he said angels food so it must have been cooked what i'm saying sounds abstract maybe sound abstract to some people even the same thing happened to elijah the bible says he ate angels food and he moved on the strength of it for 40 days that when he ate it he felt so rejuvenated something was causing through his body because their body is a higher class so it needs higher amount of nutrients higher amount of and higher quality versions of the nutrients so there are nutrients that even may exist that we don't even know yet but when elijah ate it something happened to his body it changed like he just realized that he walked for 40 days he didn't get tired that that is what happens so angels now if jesus chief were to be in his kingdom do you know what would have happened it's not peter and co who would have been saying master the crowds are thronging you it means that all of that would have been done by angels angels would literally operate as ashes for the lord they would push they would do this they will set things straight when the lord is coming they will line up to wherever he's going it would have been some high class service that we've not seen some before so jesus didn't even operate at his full potential in terms of position wise as the son of god because he wasn't in his kingdom but he told us to pray that the kingdom should come so we have a better and a greater opportunity to live and to walk as kingdom citizens while on earth isn't that beautiful oh i'm asking isn't that beautiful i'm saying god's will for kolebu is not to produce successful medical personnel god's will for kolebu is to have his kingdom manifested here that's why he prayed in the Lord's prayer. Thy kingdom should come. Oliver, it's like thy kingdom. We must see the expression of God's kingdom in Kolebu. That is what God is looking for. God is not looking for pampered, soft people who finish and live life anyhow and then still attribute some glory to God. And say, no, that's not what God is looking for. 